Welcome to our new podcast. I'm your host Natalia and we're in conversation with Pastor Jeremy. We took a little break from our sermon series in the Gospel of Mark and we're back now. So Pastor Jeremy, how about you give us a little brief summary of Mark till chapter 8 so we are well prepped before listening to the sermon on Sunday. You call this sermon series Mark the Son of Man. Something to explain there as well? Hi Natalia and thank you so much for all the hard work in putting these podcasts together and for the team as well Candice Jason and others who are contributing in in all of the hard work that goes into the podcast editing hours of listening and and working through all of that hey, you guys need to know that there's a team that makes this happen and when you enjoy it give praise to God for faithful people who are serving you in this capacity with their skills and with their abilities Uh we're back in the Gospel of Mark and I absolutely love it. It's been a good detour. We've been all over the place. I traveled. I got back and it's just been a lot of fun. I've experienced a lot. I've seen some amazing things that God is doing around the world. And I'm eagerly wanting to get back into the Gospel of Mark as we study this as a as a church. I do hope that you will understand the depth and the richness of this gospel. it is one of the four and we want to just do a quick review just to rethink revisit renew our memories of the gospel of mark because it's been a long time june 11th was the last time i preached mark chapter 8 verse 1 to 20 and we're going to just pick it up right where we left off so i cannot quite spend time on the sunday morning reviewing the whole gospel and trying to give you a a smooth transition so via this podcast we're doing that and then of course we will have post sermon conversations where your questions your comments your additions can help me you know minister to a larger audience as we revisit mark and the tangent themes that might come off the sermons and the thoughts that we talk about on sunday so if you attend our church lovely good to have you with us and we hope that you'll go deeper with us in the podcast if you don't then i'm so glad you could join us and the main sermon is always available on spotify and every other platform and if you could share this wow that would be really amazing share it with somebody who you think would be as hungry and uh, receptive to god's word as you are and thank you so much for your prayers and constant encouragement the gospel of mark is one of the four gospels that god has allowed for us to get closer to the lord jesus and as i revisit that i just want to take you to the first one the first sermon that we had and i took a very clear direction when we started this gospel four gospels four cameras four angles on christ matthew we said was christ's royal lineage that was a focus that matthew brought to the christ looking back at jesus all the way up to king david and his royal lineage and then we got mark's gospel which focuses on christ's incarnation as the second adam who's coming to reclaim creation adam lost control lost influence over creation it was broken he was removed and christ is the second adam christ is the one who's going to perfect and complete the work but adam has not been canceled adam has been redeemed and in christ in christ even the first adam like you and me is going to be brought back to completion and to innocence and to redemption so mark's gospel looks at the human side of Christ's ministry and how he went about reclaiming and restoring creation and how he went about showing that both in the area of creation that's physical creation plants animals disease sickness 
and all of that, as well as the spiritual dynamic of demons and demon possession and the demonic realm and how these two converge, meeting at sickness and demon possession and all sorts of bondage. Mark takes us through. And what we said is we are following the disciples. The disciples are following Jesus and we are following the disciples around. And I quipped about, you know, having an iPhone in our hands and kind of following him around with an iPhone and trying to find clips of Instagrammable moments when Jesus is dealing with people, not so much Jesus's ministry and what he did and what he taught, but how he dealt with people. So that's my emphasis as we go through this gospel of Mark. And I want us to follow Jesus around and watch how he talked to people, how he responded to situations, how he dealt with criticism, how he dealt with unbelief, how he dealt with uh, crowds, how he dealt with individuals, and just the beautiful way in which the master of all creation takes creation and renews and redeems creation, leads creation back to the light. Then you got Luke's focuses on Christ's humanity. You know, Luke was a doctor, a medical doctor. His focus was on the humanity and suffering of Christ and how Jesus was bringing redemption there. John's the gospel. He's John the beloved. His focus was Christ's love for the world, Christ's love for the individual and how Christ sent the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is active in renewing and revitalizing our prayer life, John 14 to be precise. John 15 talking about how the relationship between God and us or Jesus and us giving us a picture of the vine and the branches and the fruit and how the gardener prunes. So these are the gospels and the gospels are beautiful. They're powerful, but they're all got one angle. They've got a specific emphasis and we are going to get back to the gospel of Mark. So other than that, I have been burdened that you, my congregation, those under my teaching are familiar with the stories that the Bible has. The Bible teaches us everything in stories, the purpose of God, the parables, the prophecies, all of it comes to us in narrative form. And it was written like that so that it could be passed down through the ages. It's not a book of proverbs. It's not a book of quips. It's not a book of instructions. It's a book of stories of men and women from day one that have been getting it right or wrong or both with God through the centuries and how God allowed all of that gunk into scripture so that we can resonate and we can relate to these characters in the Bible. So as we study the book of Mark, I would love for you to sit and read through the gospel of Mark in one setting. Do this before the Sunday. Do this before you jump in with me again into chapter 8 verse 21. Mark's gospel, 16 chapters in one sitting. You know what? Audio version is a lot easier if you struggle like me with concentration. So go to the audio Bible, just hear it out in one setting. Don't answer your phone, don't do anything else. Just sit there. If you can do it twice, thrice, good for you. So we want to walk around near Christ and his followers. We want to watch and learn, be the paparazzi. We want to get behind the stories and characters that make up this gospel. As we got into the gospel of Mark and Mark began to lay out his strategy for how he's going to cover Christ's life, the main thrust right in chapter 2 itself centers around the fact that Jesus is the gospel. Jesus is here and that he is the gospel. It's not a plan. It's not a purpose. It's not a response. It's not an event. It's not a system. It is Christ, Christ the person, and he is here here to forgive, here to heal, here to restore, here to set free from sickness, from curses, from bondage, from failure, from guilt, 
and from fear. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever believes in me will not walk in darkness. As you go to John chapter 1 verse 4, he says, in him was life and that life was the light of men. So Mark brings Jesus and presents him as the gospel, he himself being the gospel. Then as you work through the gospel, you have all these events and these conversations. And in all of that, Jesus is dealing with the faith of the people there. Some are criticizing him. Some are questioning him. You've got the Pharisees always on the sidelines. You've got those who are coming in, listening to him, walking away. You've got those who are holding on to the traditions of the elders and are struggling to let go of it. You've got those who are confronting or being confronted by Christ. And Jesus responds powerfully. And what we learn from those responses are very, very valuable. We covered that in chapter 2, chapter 3, 9, 10, 11, 12. We covered that in part 2 and 3, in part 9, 10, 11, 12. So you can always go back to that and renew your heart about it. But traditions was another thing that Jesus really hammered down on. Because one of the things that cripples us and trips us up in our faith is putting traditions above God's truth. Traditions can mask and hide a lifeless, faithless, powerless, loveless, rebellious heart. We can pretend that everything's great, where we could be empty on the inside, and we could produce wonderful excuses for a Christless Christianity. As we studied through Mark's gospel, Mark helped us to see through the feeding of the 5,000, through the faith of the, of the disciples, through Jesus' teaching of them, how that was critical. Let me say one more thing as I wrap this up. As you get to chapter 8, Mark focuses on one question that Jesus keeps asking. Do you not understand? Do you not remember? Do you not understand? And do you not remember? And that's kind of where we left off last time, talking about the hardness of hearts, not able to perceive, not able to understand. And you know what? We left there, but it was just after a powerful demonstration of what Christ had done with the feeding of the 4,000 this time. As he fed two crowds twice over with so many baskets left over, his focus wasn't the miracle. His focus was the disciples. And he wanted to see whether they got it, that Jesus himself was the miracle. He was the gospel. He was the provision. It's him that's the answer to prayer and not the bread or the fish or the baskets left over. We are constantly measuring God by what comes from Him instead of measuring God for who He is. And that always sells God short. And we, in our worship, need to focus on and remember and understand what Christ is saying here. So that's a little bit of an overview and uh, just a review of the Gospel of Mark. We've learned some amazing things. My intent was not to go over every lesson. But if you want to do that, it would serve you best to go read it again. And all the sermons are up there if you need to listen to the last one to get a smooth transition into part 16. And I will see you at the pulpit for part 16 this coming Sunday. And then let's talk about it during the week. I'd love that you are with us on this. Keep praying and bring people. Bring people. This is all about others. Invite a soul involve a seeker. Invite a soul, involve a seeker. So as we get back into the Gospel of Mark, yes, it's about you and me growing, but it's also about bringing the world back to the Savior. So invite a soul, involve a seeker, spread the news, share the links, 
and let's get back into the Gospel of Mark. Thank you so much for being with me on this journey. So Covenant Life, let's Instagram Jesus. And we'll have the full playlist of the series in the description box if you would like to go through all of them or a specific one. And that's all for today. And we'll see you on Sunday and back on the next podcast.